if he's below the equator, does he spin the other direction? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we share our love for the Union, for soccer, and for all those things that that unite us as fans of the game and each other. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. And I'm Paul. All right. We got a couple things to uh, discuss here. We're, we're doing a little special episode here, so bear with us. Um, first, let's um, talk about the Help Us Help the You Challenge. Uh, we've just completed week one, um, where we uh, put out our, you know, our challenge to you guys to... Um, add us on the various social media platforms. And uh, if we reach our goal, we'll mark it off as a success. If we don't, it's not. And uh, we did not meet our goal last week. So um, oh, wow, wow. as the score goes, it is nil one. Uh, so we are trailing by one. Um, and our goal here is we want to get uh, ultimately 20 uh, successful weeks of achieving our, you know, our social media uh, interacting with you guys challenge. Um, so, um, wait a minute. Does that mean they're winning? If you frame it like that, they're never going <laughs> to, no, they're on our team guys. We're losing. We got, we got to pick up the pace here, fellas, okay. gals and everybody. We got to, uh, you know, it's early in the season. So, um, you know, still got, still got time. So we're going to give us another go this week coming up for week two. Um, union will be facing, uh, sporting Kansas city. Um, so second week of the season, second week of uh, the Help Us Help the You Challenge. Uh, there's another reason for the number two. I can't remember. Uh, but so that's our challenge for you guys uh, on the various social media platforms, um, threads, Instagram and uh, Twitter and Twitter slash X. Um, yeah. So our theme is the number two. So uh, you want to flash a peace sign, um, you know, and, and, and add us with it. Picture of your two pets. Two pets, two big plates of Kansas City ribs. I don't know. Uh, whatever works. Two big cheesesteaks. <laughs> two big cheesesteaks. Nice. Um, yeah. So the theme is the number two. Um, and you guys can get as creative as you want and just make sure you add us uh, on threads. Actually, what were our. Um... Uh, More Philly Union on everything but. Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, which is a more Philly you. More Philly you. Keep it clean. Yeah, keep it clean. I realize it's a family podcast. <laughs> I realize I'm saying the number two a lot. I'm like, oh boy, we're <laughs> we're literally <laughs> we're we're really asking for it. Keep so, um, so yeah, let's give another week. So we're looking for again. We're gonna keep the number at three. We're looking for three ads, um, on whatever platforms. And you don't have to wait till the day of the game. Just sometime between. When this episode gets released, then next week, uh, you know, add us. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to wait to the game day. Although that's totally cool if you want to. Um, so there we go. Um, and then as always, help us help the you. <laughs> help us help the you. And as always, uh, if you just want to go to the uh, the Philadelphia Union Foundation and uh, and just donate directly, you can do so at www.philadelphiaunionfoundation.org. And there's a donate button there. You can go ahead and do that. All right, uh, we are game one complete for the Union. Um, this past Saturday, um, the Union welcomed uh, from the Windy City, uh, Chicago Fire. And uh, are they the Windy City? 
Yeah, they're the yes. windy city. Yes, they're the uh, city. And so the weather was appropriate as it was very cold. Extremely cold. <laughs> very cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, C and I were at the game. I was, you know, we're figuring out what level of clothing to wear. And I, you know, you don't want to get too bundled up, you know, just want to be comfortable. But you also don't want to be uh, Ralphie's little brother from uh, Christmas Story. But when I we were at the game, put my arms down. <laughs> when we were at the game, there was a there was a woman sitting in front of us, full full body winter like onesie, and man, I was so jealous. So I'm like, jealous. oh, she had the red idea, and it was even the right color. It was like blue with like gold trim. So, um, yeah, maybe I have to keep that. In mind. I was disappointed in myself because I was raised on a mountain by a huge LL Bean. Yep devotee and i was close to appropriately dressed but not fully yeah. i was not yeah. prepared um and, yeah it was cold and, so. and then you watch the guys running around on the field in shorts and t-shirts it didn't yeah. help anything yeah i'm it might as well have been drinking an icy um drink yeah. you know watching that but um and they were still walking around saying ice cold beers yeah like are you, you gotta be kidding you gotta change the pattern man like, Where's the hot chocolate guy? I mean, well, when when he came around our section and he announced that there was some guy yelling behind us, "You got a hot beer?" <laughs> uh, yeah. So. so, which I'm not sure what's worse, drinking a cold beer when it's cold out, or just drinking yeah, a hot beer? Still, um, anyway, anyway. Chilly, chilly weather. Um, so yeah, the the Union welcomed uh, Chicago. Um, yeah, the the lineup was a little, a couple little surprises in the lineup. Right. Well, obviously, assembly was the the big one. Yeah, um, yeah. But I guess um, Blake picked up a strain in training. So no, it was at the Deportivo. Uh, oh, was Supriza. it at Surprise? Okay, so yeah, that, that's um, what that's what Curtin said in one of the one of the articles that, and I had noticed that um, Blake was not taking all the goal kicks in the second half of that Surprise game. That's right, I remember that. So apparently afterwards they did determine that it was an, an adductor injury. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's minor and he'll be back quickly. Um, but yeah, it was it's definitely a shame not to have him for the first yeah. first game. And related to all that, um, it was a n- nice, interest, interesting surprise with the sl- uh, selection of our new captain. Uh, yes. Yeah, Glesnes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great... Yeah, great decision, great selection. Um, you know, he's definitely he's got the bona fides for it. I he's guess. got yep. the presence for the it. Presence. He's got the presence on the field for it. And I, yeah, I mean, out of everybody, there's really no question. Yeah, that's he. Yeah, I mean, you, you could almost have seen Martinez or Gazda getting a, a an option to take it, but Martinez would be too hot headed and yeah. be worried about him getting a red card. Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah. And then Gajjag, I think you're right. See that he just doesn't have the presence that Glesnes yeah. has on the field. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously I'm... the other team pays a lot of attention to Gajjag, but um, I don't know the fact that Glesnes is like six inches taller helps. <laughs> I mean, just sort of that that dad energy that yeah uh, that I think a captain has to have some of. Yeah, um, I think Glesnes out of all of them was the was the right. Show. I I did think about Martinez, but I thought that could just be turned into. <laughs> um, really entertaining yeah uh but absolutely chaotic situation uh, he'd have an excuse to talk to the ref that's for sure yeah uh, and i think I mean, he'd actually be a, he, they'd have to let him get away with a little more exactly as oh, yeah. captain exactly absolutely. it'd be a little bit of a, a, um additional insurance for uh 
for Martinez. There might not be much playing. It not- might just be him yelling at the ref, <laughs> especially when you have the backup refs right now. Mm. Um, oh, right, right, so, yeah. But we can get into that. Sure. Well, one last thing before we move off about, uh, you know, Blake not starting and um, Glasson has taken the armband was that Semla is the 15th goalkeeper to play for the Philadelphia Union in year 15. Hey. Wow. Yep. He, sh- he should have had double XVs on. <laughs> yeah, right. That must say something, you know, having only f- we're averaging one goalkeeper a year. Um I, I, I don't know. That seems like a lot to me. That does seem a lot now they say that out loud. I was thinking because Blake's been at the uh, helm for so long. Especially yeah. since Blake has done it for a long time and McMath has done it. Yeah, that's true. You we know. had a, one very chaotic season, you'll remember, where yeah. it, was, it seemed like a new one a week. Oh, I know. Yeah, that whole string of injuries. Lead. and Yeah. yeah. Mondragon, right. Chris Seitz. That Sylvester guy who was the yeah. USL player. Mark Sylvester. Yeah. I think that um, probably accounts for a, a good number. Bendick, you know, Bendick, yeah, sure. All right, maybe be curious to see what other teams' numbers are, but yeah. again, that requires doing homework and uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, should we jump into the uh, talk about the yeah. game here? Um, right, since we're talking injuries, it didn't take long for one to happen yeah. in this game. Yeah, five minutes in, and you know, one of the one of the Big signings that the commentators kept talking about for Chicago. Um, Gutman mm-hmm. on defense, just middle mid circle, not in contact, just grabs yeah. his leg and falls to the ground. Yeah, and that's never a good sign. I mean, one so early in the game, two, like you said, no contact. It's like, oh, that's not going to be good. Yeah. I mean, you can almost hear the the Chicago fires. Uh, coach going what the f do i have to do to get a team <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? um it was interesting too when um when the you know the, the medics came out the physios came out and uh you know they they kind of worked on him a little bit and slowed the game down of course um and then uh he was able to walk off the off the field off the pitch there um so he's walking off at that at the midfield at the you know the midfield line and uh curtain came over to uh, shake yeah. his hand and everything, which I... I gave him a hug. Oh, did you give him a hug? Okay. Um, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if um, Gutman, because he's... I think he's from the Chicago area. Oh, so I right. wonder if while Curtin was there in Chicago playing for the fire, yeah. if he may have coached... He may have run into the kid when he was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Playing in the fires program. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, I have to ask now: When they sw- subbed on Gaspar, how many times did you hear, keep hearing them saying Casper? <laughs> I think the I one joke, it, like every time they mentioned his name, I kept thinking Casper. Yeah, well, the joke was they swapped a Casper for a Gasper. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I wasn't up all night writing that one. I got to bed by two. <laughs> anyway. For those and, who aren't watching, there was some serious eye rolling or, or yeah. side eye there from C. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't translate well to an audio. Sorry. Meeting. Yeah. I thought you could hear it. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> but let's talk about the game itself. Yeah, it was um it was an interesting game. I mean, it was kind of an evenly uh matched game, I thought, you know. Um much yeah. more so than I wanted. Yes. Uh-huh. I agree. Hundred percent. I was expecting only to have to turn my head in one direction when in the direction of the Chicago defense. But um, no, it was definitely a back and forth. 
the union seemed, you know, um, calm, cool, collected. There was no, you know, they were working the game. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, it was, I thought uh, they were aggressive, but Chicago took their shots when they could, you know, to feel when they could. Yeah. And, uh, they, they got on the board first in that 39th minute there. Um, only goal of the first half. Yeah. And it was, it was a little deflating. Um, Mm -hmm. I was, it felt like it was much, it was pretty against the run of play. Like, I mean, yeah, it was, it was Chicago definitely seemed to be trying to strike on the counter. Yeah. It actually felt like we talked about this last season. I felt like the union were kind of like playing themselves. They're playing a team that had a similar strategy uh, where they were, you know, going to play more of the counter, uh, mm-hmm. not worry about possession. In fact, when we got to the halftime and they showed the stats up on the, uh, on the big old video board, um, it showed like union, like 50 something percent possession. And I was, you know, jokingly said to Chris, like, Oh, there's our problem right there. We gotta, we gotta make sure Chicago gets the possession, you know, um, and, and let us play our counterattack game. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know Gutierrez, you know, he he scored from the you know the right side of the Union 18 yard box, just outside. The two defenders moving to challenge him, and he split them and just beat Semla top yeah. shelf. Uh, just just blew it past him. So it was a it was a really nice strike, unfortunately, against the Union. But yeah. uh, so that was the end of the first half. Um, there was a yellow card um, for uh, Pineda uh, in Chicago. Um, I don't remember the foul, but he got a yellow card. Um, but I think it was it's worth mentioning, right? This this is um, this game was being refed by non MLS union refs, pro, which stands for um, professional referee organization, something, something like that. Something close to that, yeah. Because there is a, a lockout right now, a disagreement on. Yes, contracts and other issues. So these these are um, broadly speaking, these are refs who have who are coming up from lower soccer leagues to ref. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how that works because I do remember seeing their badges and it did say pro on their chest. Maybe it did, or maybe I imagine it. To be honest, I thought I'm it said pro. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure where the where the yeah division lies yeah. however they're not typically one they are not typically refs who do mls yeah. matches yeah i think that's safe to say yeah. um the ins and outs i don't i'm you know fully can't fully relate to you but um at the same time i i didn't notice anything i thought it was gonna be a bigger issue than it was i didn't notice them uh, i always notice refing as i've said before when it gets in the way of yep. play when they make themselves very very obvious yeah um, you know, I'm, you know, our family friend always said that, you know, if you don't notice the refing, they're probably doing, they're doing a pretty it right. good job. So, um, I didn't really think, notice the refing. If anything, I think maybe they're being a little bit careful at yeah. certain points. Yeah. Um, you know, you can talk about it later, but with the, the, um, Chicago keeper, um, kind oh, of yeah. him more chances yeah. than he might've gotten with some other refs, but, but I didn't really notice it being an issue. I don't know what, what it looked like from home. Yeah, no, I, I I thought that they did a fine job. Yeah, um, you know that there were no egregious misses, in my opinion. I mean, certainly would love to get support from from the referees more than you do, but uh, on the whole, I was okay with it. Yeah, I'm happy, but you know they did did fine. Yeah, I agree. I I remember at the first half, I remember thinking like, all right, yeah, they're they're they are doing exceedingly adequate work. Um. 
Yeah, it's like, like you they, said, you don't yeah. want to notice the referees. Exactly. For the most part, we didn't. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then coming out in the second half. Um, well, first, uh, Union Equalizer came uh, in the 55th minute. And uh, and it was on off the foot of. Well, the first hours. equalizer actually came just a little before that, if I remember yes. right. But it was called offside, and honestly, it was offside, unfortunately. But yes, the, the you know the actual equalizer. Go ahead, you can describe this one if you remember it. Well, it was interesting because the, the, the first goal that went in, um, you know, everyone was duping it up, and then, uh, yeah, the players start going towards the midfield to kind of continue, you know, to start the, the the game again, and then. All of a sudden, things start getting quiet, and then you see the ref heading over to the sideline. It's like, oh no, VAR! And um, yeah, sure enough, it got called off, you know, disallowed, and um, the Union faithful uh, expressed their uh, disagreement. And um, but yeah, so uh, that mistake was was fixed uh, fairly shortly thereafter with uh, Aura getting the first uh, official goal of the game, and uh, I guess end of the regular season. Yeah. Um, which is great to see. Like we talked about last week, right? We we all want to see Aura do what he can do, and this is that first step. Yeah, it looked nice. It was bang bang, real quick, real clean, nice looking passing, and and great finish. And I think too, um, you know, to highlight another player is Quinn Sullivan. Yeah, uh, he was very active in this game. I felt like every time I was, you know watching a play unfold you know he was involved and he was definitely um involved with this uh aura goal um in fact he got the assist for it um yep. yeah and this took, took a shot from distance that didn't miss by a whole lot yeah earlier on yeah he, he was definitely all over the field in this yeah. game i don't know if it's because he's more comfortable playing in the midfield that right side of the diamond where mm -hmm. he's kind of given a little more freedom to roam uh, rather than playing up top, which is not necessarily a position that he normally plays. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he looked really dangerous, was making real nice connections. You could definitely see the chemistry between him and, and the, the, the midfielders as well as him and Ariel. Uh, and then the, the crosses on the ground to the strikers were really nice. Yeah, and then the, you know, the game kind of kept going back and forth again. Uh, again, I felt like these teams were – more evenly matched than I was um, hoping for. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and yeah, so I don't know if it was a matter of both teams just playing their game, which seemed very similar. Um, Shakiri was also out there. Hmm. Um, He's which, much uh, more of a fire plug than I expect him to <laughs> <Yes>. be. <laughs> yeah, I realized like, you know, if he gets knocked over, he actually gets taller. Hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's kind of cool seeing, you know, a guy of his caliber out there. Um, and uh, so that was just entertaining in itself. But uh, yeah, um, Chicago took the lead again uh, fairly late in the game, which, again, that first goal was a little deflating because uh, you know we were hoping for the Union score first. The second uh, Chicago goal was more deflating because it was in the 82nd, 82nd minute. Mm -hmm. um, and it was scored by um, former union player, uh, Fabian Herbers, who uh, had a very good game. He yes. looked very good out there. Yeah, and, he was. And when and when Shakiri got subbed off, he Shakiri gave Herbers the captain's armband. Yeah, that says something. Yeah, I still think of him as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, clearly not. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I was glad Herbert's was was playing well. It was just unfortunately it was against the Union. Um, but uh, so that was a little deflating. Uh, but the Union did rally, and uh, I believe it was just a few minutes later um, where the second disallowed Union goal occurred. Um, whereas if the first goal was clearly offsides, at least from television, um, you know, from the stadium, the first goal I remember what well, didn't seem as obvious it was offside, but this you know, one was more clearly offside. Yeah. Than... This one. Yeah. When they showed the replay, it's like, ah, Damien Lowe, you're, you're, you're definitely offside. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I feel like this was also when we got to see, uh, Glesnes flex his, uh, a bit of captaincy exactly right because i know uh martinez was really getting oh yeah verbal with the uh the one ref and glass is kind of one running over there to to uh pull martinez away and uh i don't know if know he got a yellow card but i can't remember if it was for he's he kept talking even after he pulled him away yeah um, so <clears throat> but he did manage to at least somewhat diffuse it yeah i, I get the impression that that glass is martinez's handler when he gets out of hand yeah maybe um but i feel like i've seen that before um so maybe that's why (laughs) captain yeah (laughs) hi you're the only one who martinez will listen to yeah (laughs) so which could be reason enough to make him captain yep yeah exactly exactly but the union kept the the pressure on Um, uh you know it was definitely the 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 i thought the you know, I thought the crowd was was really vocal, very active, supporting, cheering on the union. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and we, we despite his yellow card, Martinez, you know, made the magic to find God's dog in the middle with a surprisingly accurate cross from yeah from Martinez to God's dog's head in stoppage second half stoppage time. Yeah, there was a mass exodus after the, when we hit two one Chicago. Yeah, I, I think that, that had, uh, yeah, because it was getting close to the end. But it was, it was also cold. We extremely were losing. cold. Yeah. It was miserable. It was truly probably the most miserable game I've been to. I was still sick, so it probably wasn't the smartest thing for me to do. So I had other issues I was yeah. dealing with. Um, but it was it was truly cold. I know it's not the worst weather game they've ever had by any stretch. Sure. But it was miserable for us. And um, so it was deflating. I can see why people wanted to just go. But they missed out. So. That's right. Gajdog got that third, was it the third minute of stoppage time header goal? Uh-huh. Um, and, and the union kept looking dangerous. Like it really seemed yeah. like if that game was going to go on another five, 10 minutes, the union were going to win it. That's exactly what I said too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I think they said that there was, was it nine minutes of stoppage time, Paul? I, I remember what the eight or nine. Eight. It was like huge. Yeah. It ended um, up being like more than 10. Yeah. Um, and echoing your guys' sentiment, yeah, if that game went on another five minutes, yeah, yeah. we could have gotten all three points. Um, now, I'm quite curious, uh, since they made the change, did the clock st- keep ticking in the stand, in the stadium while it was while the stop sort of. time? Sort of. They did in the first half. Because so usually, like, I'm always noting when the clock hits 45, then I make a note on my watch and just keep track. And then I remember looking up and seeing, oh, it's... 45 36 45 37 like oh that's really cool that they're just letting the clock run in the stadium but i feel like at the 90th minute they didn't they just said 90 plus 8 yeah and they didn't uh continue yeah with the clock so you, hmm. you were keeping track again yeah so i don't know why the difference between showing it up in the first half and not mm-hmm. the second half 
Was there some official like announcement that they were going to do that or? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It was part of the changes for this season. Yeah. Which to me, just why not? It's not, you know, I, I agree. No, well, maybe the clock operator froze by the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah. They, they went home. Forget this. But, I'm out of here. They're, yeah. they're actually a referee and they were on strike. So it was a scab timekeeper as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the game ended two two. Uh, you know, for me, as it, it felt like a two two win. You know, um, okay, it, it was. You know, I I was expecting a true win at the beginning of the game, but you know, the way, I mean, but at the same time, it felt like a two two loss because we had two disallowed go- goals. Um, but I mean, I thought it was very positive from the union, very positive yeah. looking for the union on the attack. You know, yeah. it was really good to see them do that. Um, you know, obviously giving up that second goal with that scramble in the box was a little disheartening. Yeah. But the, you know, the guy, the boys kept playing, and they yeah. they they found a way to to tie it up. Yeah. I I agree. It wasn't. I don't know if I would say it felt like a win. It felt like a draw to me. Yeah. But with a certain hopefulness for the for the you know upcoming part of the season. Yeah. I think that they have a good chance. Well, there wasn't anything disheartening here, really, except that. Blake is hurt. And yeah. if we can, you know, hold out like this with our backup keeper, um, I'll be curious and interested to see what we can do with Blake. Um, I think one of the reasons it might have felt like a 2-2 win to us was that we got to go back to the car. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> so because why? We got to go back to the car. There you go. <laughs> got to get so, to warm up. Um, but, uh, but truly, it wasn't, you know, and the, I think, too, I think it felt like a win because the end was very exciting. Yeah. Um. You know, when you're there and they're, they're coming back like that. And it's always good, I think, as a long-time union fan, I mentioned this before as well, but to to see them not lose hope. Because yeah. we all remember the early days when they got went down, they just lost every, yeah, everything. And I think to, to see them just continue to play it out is always heartening um whether that's you know just too long a memory on on our parts or not um it's it's good to see them keep going um so yeah, yeah. related to that um both uh the union kind of staying calm playing their game fighting on and also with uh blake not being there um i would like to tip the hat to our our, our new keeper zemla because he had a great save in that second half, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Chicago had an opportunity to get a third goal. And uh, I, I don't know what this, I can't remember the Chicago player, but he was off to the races and Zemla came out and got that last, you know, at the death, you know, breaking up the the shot on goal and getting a hand on it and deflecting it out. No, it was a, it was a foot. It was a kick. It was save. a foot. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a great, great, great save. Great save. Yeah. So I agree. It was, that was a heck of a performance. Keep it up. Definitely. So at the end of this, uh, you know, our first game of the regular game of the season, um, the, the current standings, the union are currently in fifth place. Um, you know, it's, it's could be worse, could be better, but could be worse. Well, and it's meaningless at this point. Yeah. And it's also meaningless. That's also yeah, good. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's hoping for, you know, better results and warmer weather going forward. That would be nice. So before we uh, completely move away from the Chicago game, uh, did notice that there is a new healthcare partner for the union, um, Penn Medicine. Uh, 
which is obviously great Philadelphia yeah. institution, um, had been Crozier Health um, and uh, Crozier Health near and dear to my heart. So okay. um, welcome Penn Medicine. Yeah, um, so. very cool. And then in uh, roster changes, um, Joaquin Torres, who came on so hot early last season, who yeah. had been loaned to a club in Chile um, called Universidad Católica. Uh, so I assume it's not literally a college team, it's just a name. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would be odd. But um, so uh, it's a loan. We'll see what happens uh, from there. But um you know, good luck to him. I hope he gets lots of playing time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good player. That'd be yeah. great. So nice to see if the union could get something significant for him or, you know, have him come back, feeling, you know, playing even better. Maybe those spin moves down there will work. There you go. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if, he's, if, he's, if he's below the equator, does he spin the other direction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So the um the union's next game coming up uh is this coming Saturday, I believe. Yes. Um and they'll be traveling down to Kansas City to face off against um, um Peter Ramis and this crew. Exactly. Um so uh MLS is Dennis Quaid. <laughs> exactly. MLS is Dennis Quaid. Very good. Um uh, uh, I mean again, it's so early in the season, it's not probably worth mentioning this, but Kansas City is in sixth place in the West. Uh, they they drew against uh, Houston Dynamo in their first game. So, um, Ooh, they're worse than us. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, and again, feel free to use that as a uh, a jump off point for our help us help the you challenge this week. And as always, if you want to get in on our discussions and share any ideas, uh, you can definitely reach out to us. Um, our website is amorephillyunion.com. Uh, yeah, and you can definitely uh, email us at pod at amorephillyunion.com. And uh, don't forget, uh, so this week, our Help Us Help the You Challenge, uh, we're looking for three ats uh, from all you guys. Um, again, second game against Kansas City. The theme is the number two. Uh, so however you want to play that, um, post on your socials and add us, and you can add us. At uh, on Twitter or X, we are a more Philly U. Instagram and Threads, we are a more Philly Union. Um, you can't add us on YouTube, but you can still check us out on YouTube. We are a more Philly Union. There, uh, we're continually adding to our our fun little Spotify playlist, uh, and you can find that under a more Philly Union there as well. Um, yeah, so we appreciate it and keep downloading our podcast where you get yours, Google, et cetera, Spotify. Um, and yeah, just keep uh, downloading, uh, sharing, spreading the word. So thanks for listening to another episode of A More Philly Union. We are your hosts. I'm E. I'm C. I'm Paul. Go Union! So this is our 50th episode, and God bless you all for anyone who's made it through all 50. And me. <laughs> and Christy, let's be honest. <laughs>